you're going too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway You can rely on the old man's money You can rely on the old man's money It's a bitch girl, but it's gone too far Cause you know it don't matter anyway Say money, but it won't get you too far Get you too far Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Hall and Stokes. I don't know the exact date, last date we were here, but here we are. It's a uh, long time ago. Yeah, it's February 9th. February 9th, here we are. So a lot of stuff happened since we last talked. Anybody want to start at any place in particular? I mean, we have not talked since the the new film, have we? No. Nope. Not. About halfway through the first season of Mandalorian is where ah. we were before. Jesus. I don't even know how to begin. It's, uh, yeah. Uh, well, do you want to talk about the movie first? Or yeah. do you want to talk about Mandalorian first? Uh, uh I'm. I guess let's get the movie because that's not necessarily freshest, but I guess slightly fresher. It's most freshest for me. I saw it again today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it since. I think I saw it once since we got back from uh since I got back from Denver. I saw it with like a, a group of friends in Philly. But yeah, I'm in the same boat. Except I didn't go to Denver. But since you guys have been in Denver, I haven't seen it. <laughs> But how did we, uh, I guess, how do we feel about it? I know there's uh, quite the device that wants everybody, but. I, you know, I've, I've come to terms. We, like, we all got to talk about it together about in person it. quite a bit, so. So, like, my, my feeling, I think I ended with this, is just, like, I really like it, but I didn't, like, love it. Yes, that's fair. I mean, like, I've heard I, I've heard a fair amount of people say that, and I understand why. Yeah, and I and I kind of I'm kind of feeling that. That's kind of how I feel as the whole trilogy overall. Is like I really like the trilogy, but it's probably my least favorite of the trilogies, and it's probably by a good long shot. But I still enjoy it, and I'll still continue to watch it a lot. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. I guess I hadn't really tried. I hadn't really thought about it in terms of like favorite and least favorite trilogies, but it's interesting. For me, that the the trilogy is going to f- square itself between the OT and the prequels. But like, the truth is that uh, like they're all so far on the spectrum of love that like I can't, I can't entertain any feelings of disappointment like it's i was i was so thrilled by this movie and i felt like it it tied together everything the way that i wanted it to be tied i guess so i would never it was i was like thrown off by the way it started like the hot the first 20 minutes were like a hot mess um and then and then we got back on track and and then by the time i left i was satisfied and smiling 
<laughs> yeah, and like I also, I also um, felt like the once you it, it gets so much. I, I feel like I say this about every newer Star Wars movie, but like second and third viewings, like when you can kind of accept everything that happens and just watch it, it's 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 such a ride. Like it's one of the most just enjoyable movies I've seen in a while. That's definitely how I felt, especially seeing it today. Today is the fifth time I've seen it, but the first time in, like, well over a month. I think, like, you guys uh, had seen it one other time after we got back. Like, I think I saw it Christmas Eve, which had, you know, been about a week or whatever it was since we had seen it as many times and as many movies in a row that we saw. Um but uh, I like you said, Danny. I think you kind of, for me, especially. I don't know why Star Wars more than any other thing, too. Especially, it's like I feel like you have to see it that at least kind of three, four, five number of times before it really kind of sinks in that, like, okay, this is what happened. This is the new canon now. This, is, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, re- yeah. it's rewriting the whole universe, so it is jarring. When those moments where it's cutting out new pieces or territory it hasn't gone to, it's like it's not always a purely feeling like a good feeling because it's like it's totally different. And no matter what way it was going to be, it was going to be a little bit new. Yeah, exactly. But I, I would say that, like, definitely today when I saw it was the most that I have enjoyed. Not to say I didn't enjoy it the other times, but. Definitely the most that I enjoyed it. Uh, oh, the, the t- best way I, I I saw it in the uh, the 4D where like the seats yeah, fake and get dude, like I water splash in your face. Did you see that in Denver? Yeah, that that's yeah. That was the best. Like <laughs> that, that was my favorite. It's fucking time. crazy, man! I highly recommend it if anybody has. A yeah, chance. especially it, that it, first twenty minutes where it's just going all over the place and you're just like rocking. Yeah. Like, Dude, you're getting fucking thrown around with the TIE Fighter as yeah, it's, like, jerking around through the fucking... Oh, it moves, it moves your seat and stuff? Is it's, that what's going on? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty wild. And it's pretty, like, intricately... Yeah. And it vibrates. And you can yeah. turn up and down the intensity of it, or at least on the one that I was at. And it's pretty fucking wild. It's pretty cool, though. Yeah, there's even, like, little, like, mist that sprays in your face sometimes. And, like, it's... It's a, it's a oh, I didn't get anything sprayed in my face. You might have got. You might have got. Oh, that wasn't that theater, wasn't part dude. of the you, ticket. <laughs> no, maybe not. You you went to the wrong, or maybe you went to the right. Fuck, maybe I went to the wrong theater. <laughs> Danny's theater was down the street. <laughs> by the stairs. Maybe were there a, red maybe, lights outside of yeah. the theater? I don't know that the Denver. What's that area called? <laughs> Yeah, man, I don't know. They're legalizing all kinds of shit in Denver these days, so. Yeah, but no. I I, I swear it's a thing, though. Yeah. But yeah, no. uh, I was going to had something else to say, though, but. We were talking about 4D, I don't know, then then we started talking about (laughs) prostitution. Yeah, Um, you've got 4D at Matt's house if you fall asleep while watching Star Wars. Yeah, that's. You also get the spray. (laughs) (laughs) You got to pay extra for that, though. It's um, It's pretty. So, okay, you mentioned the opening note. So it's interesting because so I was rewatching it today, and it's like I heard them say, 
supposedly, and again, other than one brief establishing shot of a Star Destroyer uh, uh, at the beginning, supposedly it's on Mustafar where Kylo Ren shows up, finds the fucking um, the uh, the GPS, right? Supposedly that's Mustafar. It doesn't fucking do anything to show at all that that's Mustafar whatsoever. It doesn't say it. It doesn't look like it, other than it kind of looks like a lava planet from the from the like planet. You know what I mean? Where it's like zoomed out and you can see the whole fucking planet and a star destroyer. That's the only yeah. thing that kind of right. hints that it's Mustafar. I'm gonna disappear for a little bit. I need to grab food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Danny, uh, delivery guy showed up with his food, so he's going to eat his food for a minute. Um, but, uh, it, it felt like, and, and I think it was in a, a, a visual guide or some of those other, you know, one of those type of books where it said, yeah, this was Mustafar. It's like, great, but it just felt like that's one of the few gripes. Cause now I've seen it five times and I really liked it. Now I'm like, okay, here's, you know, a little yeah. list of fucking things that I noticed, but it's like, it feels like a missed opportunity to, to you could just stick something in the, in the crawl to say like, you know, when it's talking about Kylo Ren is hunting around trying to find a way to. Yeah. I know. almost felt like you like, uh, so I was reading this thing about this game called loom that came out in the nineties and apparently it was released with like a 20 minute audio drama CD that you were supposed to listen to before you played. And I kind of felt like this movie needed one of those as well. <laughs> like if you if you just had like a packet of materials that came in which gave me like I could kind of study up and kind of wrap my head around then then it would have been perfect. But like I was jolted by that well, whole, and exactly and and it's like why why could it not, you know, it, it they they didn't make it a long movie and I think Endgame kind of proved you can get away with doing a longer movie if it's like the finale and it's important for the story. They kept it as short as every other Star Wars movie and like cool, great, whatever, but like you could have just done a little more and honestly, I've, I've been following a, a lot of this stuff on Twitter where they talk about what changed in post-production because everyone was thinking that they like edited the final plot to be different but in fact what they said is most of the edits happened in the first like few minutes and I think that's kind of like they probably sure. did cut stuff to try to make the time and sure but uh, like it, the thing to me is you don't really have to change that much and I don't think you would really have to add a lot of even really that much time or exposition to this story, it, and you've already decided that it's Mustafar, just, to me, you could stick in the, in the fucking crawl, you could stick a little sentence that says, you know, as Kylo is raging around searching for the Emperor, and he could say that he... So, no, Mustafar, we just lost a little bit there, but let's talk about Mustafar. I guess I just felt like it's a missed opportunity where you could have had a really cool scene of Kylo Ren going into Vader's castle, which would have been a prequel callback. And then, you you know, you could have just stuck something in the crawl to explain that that's where he was going. And then I think it would have made the opening feel a lot less disjointed because it's just it doesn't really explain where he is. Dude. <laughs> Good lord, excuse me. And then it's fine going on at first. 
Um, what were you saying? About, you were saying that like they they did have a scene where they're showing this like this trans well, first, transmission. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. But so so it, it was shown the place where <laughs> where they showed or played the transmission from the emperor that it alludes to in the crawl was in the video game Fortnite. If you were logged in and playing Fortnite. Uh, there was apparently some kind of little like Star Wars add-on you could download, and that like some fucking Star Destroyer appeared and like broadcast the audio of the message from Emperor Palpatine. So yeah, didn't want to didn't want to waste that on the movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, Had to put it in the Fortnite. that for Fortnite. But like, I just think it would have been a really cool scene to sh- show, you know, Kylo Ren going into. Vader, and it, you're saying it's on Mustafar anyway. It's just in a fucking. Well, that's the really safe location where he kept it. Is in a stone chest out in the fucking woods, like not in his castle. I don't, I don't know. It just seemed like kind of a missed opportunity to me. That was like one of the few gripes I had. Okay, and the other one, and I know I said it before from the trailer. I just can't let it go, and especially rewatching it again, it just fucking it bugs the hell out of me. Is the goddamn horses. Like the horses. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie to you. I thought these horses like I did not like space horses in the last movie. They were just like they were like cat horse things and I hated them. These were regular space horses and they were like on in a grassland and like that that was the part of the last movie that I, like horses are my thing and I just could not deal with the cat horse like, like okay, the gambling cool. yeah. horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, but but these like ones the were fine because they were cool. horses. The design is cool. That's not the problem that I have. Is not the fucking the visual of the design, the aesthetic of the design. Riding, riding them on on the it's, deck. What of is the fucking server. point of them? In in the context of the scene, what happens is they they are planning to do a a fucking ground attack on this antenna. To take out the antenna with with ground troops and landing craft and air support, and their plan is it has like this big moment. So then they decide, okay, we're gonna we realize their plan. We're not gonna use the tower on the ground. We're gonna switch to use the tower up in our ship. And then so they go, okay, so we're gonna land on the ship, and they're like, jam the speeders, and he goes, sir. They're not using speeders. And then it cuts to them fucking charging out on their horses. It's like, oh, we fucking fooled them by using... We didn't use technology. We used horses. And no, aren't they confused? Because... But it's like, it's the dumbest fucking moment because it's like, what what advantage does it give you to have a horse? You're riding on a fucking spaceship. And again, you're trying to do a ground assault and then they land with the Sith troopers, and then they all jump out. Because and like, cool, it's a cool. Spaces, I think they just kind of wanted to show off the Sith troopers, and I think they just didn't really have anything for Finn and this Janna girl to be doing. Because it's like, then the next target is like, okay, we're gonna fucking blow up this thing, and and the way we're gonna do that is we're gonna cavalry charge with horses in the middle of this like. Again, Star War with all the like <laughs> most advanced technology ever imaginable. 
And and again, what tactical advantage does it give them other than a, a, a funny throwaway line about they're not using speeders? They're, and then it cuts to them riding horses. And then when it cuts back, guess what? They're not on the fucking horses anymore. Where, what did they <laughs> do with the horses? They just got off of them and left them on top of that Star Destroyer. And then what happens to that Star Destroyer? It falls out of the fucking sky as all those people on their feet get onto escape craft. So all those fucking horses just died and they just left them out there. Either that or they got shot up to pieces. And I mean, that's like, pretty realistic. That's what happens when I you know, bring but it didn't, there was no Look payoff. up the there history no, of like World <laughs> War One. Yeah, yeah, I get it. There are a lot of fucking horses die in wars. I understand. This is a Star War. There was no need. And again, even if they meant to bring those, that was like the audible. What were they going to do with the horses on the ground assault? Well, there's not on much the- for them to eat on the ground. It's like a, literally like a barren wasteland. What they were going like to a- eat is a pretty fucking far down the list of things that those horses needed to worry about. It's like, <laughs> why? And then you call in a hundred thousand fucking ships for air support. And again, your main goal here is to take out the fucking command deck of this ship. And again, how are you going to do that? Are you going to call in one of your bombers or one of your fucking hundred thousand ships with all their guns and cannons and shit to blow it up? No. You're going to leave it to these motherfuckers on foot on top of the fucking thing as all these ships are flying. It's just like, again, there's the only part of the movie that I was just like, what is happening here? Like, there, what? Like, this doesn't make any Any of these ships could at any point just shoot one laser into the middle of this group of people and fucking blow them all to shit. And I just felt like they didn't have anything. I just felt like they didn't have anything for those characters to do, and they had to, like, they didn't just want to, like, have them be one more person sitting in a cockpit of a ship flying around, so like, oh, what no, if you we know, fucking... There's, like, there's one guy, there's one guy, and his name is Steven, and he's been in that writer's meeting the entire trilogy, and, like, like nobody ever listens to what he says, and, and they're, like, and he, every single time he goes, what if, what about space horses? And everyone's like, just we like, we did Jesus, that last time. Up, like, you got your yeah, moment, then, Steven. Yeah. Like, let it go. Like, but they had, that, you got the a rest whole of the team had, they were on a deadline, and, and like, the rest of the team had a big argument. They're like, God damn it. Does anyone besides Steven have an idea? Have and then, fucking idea other than space horses? How much is that? And then they're just like, all right, what the fuck? Space horses. That's all we got. Okay, we're just going to fuck it. We're going to run with it. Let's just do it again. Truthfully, the piece that I don't understand is, like, there was a trailer that came out with the space horse thing, and I saw the trailer, and I was like, this movie is going to suck ass. (laughs) And I don't know why, like, thankfully, like, it didn't at all, but, like, the space horse scene is, like, like, you're really, really, they must really think, genuinely believe that, like, the main thing that we want to have to add to this movie to make sure it's a success well, is that the people give the people what they want. Give them the space horses here, and make sure it's in the, the trailer. Look, here's the deal. Because what I think they're trying to do is is replicate a theme that like you see over and over again, right? So like you see it, 
You can go back, okay, look at, at fucking Return of the Jedi, right? You've got the Ewoks, the, the indigenous tribe of people with the limited technology overcoming the fucking empire. Look at the fucking Gungans in episode one, right? Same deal. There's a subreddit called, like, uh, Awful Taste but Great Execution. This is the reverse. It's like terrible execution. They have the fucking right idea, right? Like, they had the right idea. It's like, yes, that is the... You you misunderstood the thing that people liked about it. It's not just like, okay, you take some animal or some technology... Or, excuse me, some animal or some indigenous people with lower technology, and that automatically works. Like, it still has to make sense in the context of the fucking story. And it's just like... Well, well, what if we just put more space horses in there? Like, what uh, they're is, trying to add and, a and ten percent Avatar plot to their. But then they the just. Film. But then they immediately, immediately in the next shot, you cut back and they're all on foot. None of the horses are around anywhere, and then they get cut off by a fucking landing craft, and and then they're just in a and then on foot battle, and, and I think then, they like, should have the they should have like, that. They should have made a scene where somebody's like, all right, now we're going to land the space horse. And then one fighter ship comes by and fries them all. And everyone just kind of looks. Yeah, it's, well, it's what should have happened. But I, I, my, my biggest thing that I still is what was their plan with them for the ground? Because that was their plan was a ground assault on the fucking tower. So they were just going to use space ho- horses to what like run the last like 20 feet up to the door like i don't even well no anyway. sith, sith zombies are afraid of space horses so that's okay i guess but like what well, anyway that's not where they were attacking the zombie weird fucking troll creatures were all in the in the place with the emperor and ray they weren't there was like just regular fucking people manning the the control tower Anyway, the fucking sidebar, and I just, like, yelled about that way too loudly and for way too long, but it was just, like, literally the one part of the movie I just could not, it's like, what, what, why? They just, they had nothing <laughs> for those characters to do, and and so they are just like, ah, here's the side quest, that, that, but it didn't make any sense. Like, those are fine when yeah. it kind of makes sense, but it just, it doesn't, it didn't, it didn't fucking, I didn't like it. Yeah. I have two grades with this movie that I feel oh, is me. passionate about, but I'm not going to go on as much. So. Hit me. No, um, <laughs> yeah, like, I, the, I don't the first one. Forces, I'm like, okay, I, I didn't know that was a passionate thing, <laughs> but okay. The, the, the first one, I didn't notice when I watched it the first time, and then Heather mentioned it, and then I went the next day and saw it, and I just, I couldn't figure out, but it was like the scene where they're doing the force connection, like lightsaber battle, and she's in her, she's in, uh, Ray's in Kylo Ren's room. And she's yeah. fucking holding the dagger the entire time. You can't figure out where she is. Like, the dagger he just took off of Chewbacca. Yeah, but, but can he, can he actually, until he touches a person or an object, can he actually see the object that they're like? Because she was wearing the necklace the whole time, you know what I mean? Like, but could he see? Because there's some yeah, weird stuff about her. like, but but okay, he figures out where she was because the Vader helmet hits the ground, but he couldn't see it until it hit the ground. Right, but like she's holding it in her in her hand. Yeah, I suppose that's true. 
And then, I'll be honest, the dagger is some confusing stuff. There's some, when you try to think yeah. about, like, yeah, the yeah. logic behind how that was created and how, if it's an ancient the, dagger, the daggers, or why where, is it? Where she, like, folds the dagger up to yeah. the Death Star, that, that was like, what the fuck is... Right, what she is had to that? be standing in the exact perfect position at the exact right time. Yeah. <laughs> The thing that was missing from it, like it would have been fine if it like somehow like activated and showed like a light. Yeah. But instead, it was more just like, oh yes, this dagger <laughs> is like depicting this broken portion of the Death Star. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. yeah, that 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 part I was. It kind of reminded me of when like I was playing like fake treasure hunting in the back like with a fake treasure map and i'm like aha this you know this dot the dotted line is pointing to the neighbor's yard and it's like you were obviously just making it up yeah <laughs> and then that the other thing on a similar note that i i've just accepted now because it's it's canon i can't argue with it i've tried i've looked Tried to have it explained to me in a way I like. It's not working, but I don't like the physical transport transport of objects through their connection. Oh, really? Drives yeah, me. I, love, I, I, think I can't was... even. It just. It's like the first force power that I feel wasn't. Well, they, it's like explained before. I felt like that was that was built up over the course of three movies. Gradually, the like starting with their just mental connection and building up slowly like through like berries what what was it berries or something hitting the floor you know there's i i i don't think that was out of left field i thought it was really built up gradually i i yeah i just i don't like it i i've accepted it but i i felt i like their connection i like them being able to see each other um when they touched each other, I think in the Last Jedi, if I'm remembering that right, like I was fine with that. <laughs> but like I don't know. But the, I, I thought that was like when the water drop like went on his head or whatever. Yeah. That was like the first hint that you could actually transfer physical objects through. Yeah, they made they made a bunch of hints. Well, that and, it was and, I know I like, and I've read, I've got online like seeking the answers I want for this. I will never like it. I've but dude, it. look at Last Jedi though. It <laughs> happens in the Last Jedi. Luke, right? And I those didn't dice. like like that there either though. <laughs> like because <laughs> okay. it happens, right. it doesn't mean it, like. Okay, I, like I mean because... at least you're consistent with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right, I got you. Yeah, I mean, I I understand kind of where you're coming from with that. Like it took a little bit for me to kind of like especially like the lightsaber at the like it's a cool moment though you know what i mean it's it's just right. it's a little and bit it, weird when it's a totally brand new i get what you're saying yeah and it's, it's and that's it's, what i feel like that was all leading up for that one moment where right. you they could have literally just one. also done it like hey catch and she just hucks it across the fucking room and i think it would have turned out just fine yeah i just i, I didn't like it, it yeah, all i, I didn't like landed you didn't you didn't i didn't think it landed land at all i thought that was you didn't the, land that for me out of the yeah, movie i got you i got you that's the thing is that like that totally landed for me like that was one of <laughs> yeah. my for me that was yeah right that there. was the last highlight oh, yeah, of the, the series yeah I, I agree like the scene and where... he fucking and then he does a little like smirk like hey like little shoulder shrug like 
Let's go. Yeah, I thought that was one of the corniest parts. Of that. <laughs> yeah, for me, that was the... That was worse than the shoulder brush that Luke did in Last Jedi. No, I love that so much. Fucking <laughs> Ben Solo the with the surprise lightsaber is, to me, it was like the highlight of the trilogy. It was so awesome. Dude, my uh, highlight uh, of the trilogy yeah, is tough. Luke's fucking shoulder brush. <laughs> yeah, I'm just on the other. Uh, I'm just hitting all the notes right, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Danny, you're here. No, I, I said like I, I'm definitely, I, I can't. I'm not, a, I'm not, a, not on the same side as Chris on that one. I, I think that's the whole force pass. There's some. No, go ahead. Oh yeah, just, just I, like I it was, was trying to cut you off. Uh, it was awesome, and like in that, in that scene, it's like I think it's, it's really well done. So I'm a fan. <laughs> I just like reminded me of something I'd see in I don't know I like a terrible anime I've been watching like just <laughs> so just like 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 where like the guy just gets his fucking ass kicked and then out of nowhere he just pulls like some fucking super move that he's had the whole fucking time but never shown it before. <laughs> did, did, so while, while I was away for a little bit, did we, did we talk about the whole Ray Palpatine thing? No, not really. Okay, I think that's a because I think I think that yeah, was kind of a bigger did... thing to get my head around. Easily, my favorite meme to come out of this movie is is the one where <laughs> at the end of the at the end of the movie, it's Ray is on the Ray, Ray and different Ray memes. <laughs> yeah, she yeah, goes, there's been some fucking Ray, gems. Ray yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> it, it, the, so I had the a situation one. I think is the one that made me the laugh hard, <laughs> laugh the hardest. If I had a situation a in wrestling fan. Somebody oh, sent me the Ray Star Wars meme as I was walking into a bathroom, and it was a public bathroom <laughs> with one other one other person in it, and that person was on the pooper, and I went there into the urinal, was really close to the pooper. But so I walked in there, and somebody had just sent me the Ray Star Wars meme, and I was still thinking about it. And right as I started peeing, like uh, <laughs> the guy was having some trouble in there, and I just started bursting out laughing at the Ray Star Wars meme. But the guy, like, obviously thought that I was you just thought laughing you were a at fucking him. Lunatic, yeah. He immediately stopped making any noise or breathing. <laughs> <laughs> but I should stop laughing. <laughs> I didn't care that Ray was a Palpatine. I wasn't really excited. Like the memes are the good part of that ending. That the ending was yeah. kind of corny as hell, though. I, that but... part honestly still bugs me. That line at the end. It's yeah, just... just like, all right. It's so fucking corny. It's it is like. Very... Monsanto wants to fucking subsidize it. It's so corny. I don't know. I that, was, that was horrible. <laughs> I keep on getting these like Facebook ads where it's like the Mandalorian holding up Baby Yoda, and then there's one of like Palpatine holding up Baby Ray. And uh, it's like the, the Lion King Rafiki thing. I kind of I want that shirt. That's pretty good. And I think there's like a whole like branch of like fan art that should go on that of like grandpa palpatine playing with like baby ray yeah i did that's fucking good i haven't seen any of that <laughs> why well, I, I don't know i really like i like palpatine angle with ray's story 
I do think it's a little like weird that they had to go with like the like zombie resurrection thing, considering that like if so like that that doesn't totally fit super tightly with the Ray story because like yeah. if Ray is alive and she's a Palpatine, presumably there are like other ways that you could like have Palpatine reemerge without like turning him into like a a zombie puppet on a mega planet with a million black star destroyers. Like, how? I think that... But it definitely like, looks how? creepy and cool. It's just... Uh, see, well, I, mean, I kind of prefer that they just didn't really go into it too much, but... Yeah. I don't know. I liked it. What do you mean there's a bunch of different ways he could have brought him back, though? Well, like, you know, I, I felt like you could have had... Like him emerged through the like family connection to Ray somehow. I don't know if it, if people are gonna do like cloning or if he starts to like she starts to have visions or you know something where it's like it's pretty it's pretty it's almost completely unrelated that she's a Palpatine and then also that Palpatine is back. Like I feel like like they should have somehow. I, I don't understand what you're saying. Like. I, I don't know. It just it doesn't like they're two separate plot points completely. The fact that she is a Palpatine, and also that just as we find that out, also Palpatine is like a zombie resurrection. But you only find that out because he's back. Well, I don't know. I just well, yeah, because he tells Kylo. Like you only find that out because you would not find that plot point out. You can't have one without the other, in my opinion. Well, that's, that's where I was like, how did Luke and Leia know? Yeah, that is an interesting <laughs> question, though, that I, I it doesn't really... But it also, it kind of... When you go back and watch Force Awakens, it's kind of almost implied that Han knows, too, because when there's a scene with Maz where she's like, who's the girl, or whatever. So, yeah. if... It, if, I, if if Leia knows, I would guess Han knows too. So I like what I assumed is like these family. Like I assume these families that Palpatine had were like him breeding himself with other people that he thought were force sensitive, and they probably yeah. But there's like a period uh, where after his downfall, like they're right? going through stuff and they start finding these families with. And like trying to protect them or something. I don't know. I don't know. I, yeah. I, think it, I, I, I can get there on that one. Like, so, so there's some there. I don't know. I think it was. I I kind of imagine it as kind of like his political front to just like have a family to keep like the uh, the whole Sith Lord thing under 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 wraps. Like back when he was a senator. Huh. It's interesting. I I I looked at it as more the angle of like like a a tyrant who is obsessed with creating an heir. Right, yeah. Or, or presumably, more. like I don't know what's still canon, but presumably that makes her like, like Nabu royalty, right? Right, but it, it that's an interesting point. But also, it it also makes me think the reason he was doing it, and probably that he had probably more than one kid, which could be an interesting way to like take the direction in the future if they make ten, eleven, twelve. Is like maybe there's other. You know, descendants of Palpatine out there because what it what what I thought when I when it first came out when I first watched it was more like once he kind of found out that 
you know, from Plagueis or whatever, or, you know, through the fucking defense of the dark arts class, uh, that, you know, you, you can transfer your life force, et cetera, because that's what he says. If she kills him, he'd transfer into her and blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and maybe that's that only works if it's somebody from your bloodline. I don't I don't know if that's part of it. But uh, so so it, to me, my first thought was that that's why so that he's probably out there spreading his seed, as it were, to try to as mm-hmm. much as he can to try to create a bunch of these different heirs so that he has different options of who he can kind of. So this is this what I into. mean. Does that make sense? This is this is you've. You've touched on the thing where I was saying like, that's why I think the Ray and Palpatine could have been connected a little tighter if they actually made her existence be part of him getting brought back. You know what I mean? Like, like they like had to use him. her blood to bring yeah, him back. Right. I felt like that would yeah. have been a more yeah, logical. Sure. And but they would have had to make it longer, and it definitely could have been another half hour at least longer, and it would have been fine by me. You know, you could have fleshed yeah. some of those things out a little bit more. But I'm also I don't really care that much that they didn't dive into it. You know, Mary. Uh, I call him Mary. Because I don't know, they don't ever say his actual character in Star Wars' name in the fucking movie. But the guy who plays Mary in Lord of the Rings <laughs> has one line oh, where he's like, okay. You what? Yeah, that's really, I never realized they don't give him a name. He has a name, but it's not, they don't say it in the movie. You have to go read a visual dictionary to find out what it is. And I don't remember what it is. But anyway, he has a line that's like, uh, cloning Doc secrets only the Sith knew, and that's it. It's just like, yep, that's all I need. It's like, whatever. And honestly, the fact that Palpatine himself repeats the line from Revenge of the Sith when he's talking about Plagueis, about unnatural abilities, like, that's all I needed right there. I was like, yep, that's cool. That was, I, I'm good. I don't need more explanation than that. <laughs> that was a good callback. Um. Oh, great. As I said, does anybody have the visual dictionary? I don't. I kind of yeah. want to get it. Um, yeah, because I heard there's I like heard a lot of they... a lot of information there that kind of gives more context of stuff. But yeah, I heard that they uh, are are like reissuing the art book or something because they're like removing some of the the concept art that was supposedly for the, excuse me, the Colin Trevorrow version that didn't ever get put out. Oh, yeah. Do you guys see any of that? No, that, I saw, like, a bunch of people, like, directors and stuff weighed in and said that that was BS, that any of the concept art was for one and or particular or the other. Yeah, I don't know. Some, I mean, some of it was cool imagery, but it, I, I there was articles at the time coming out saying, Oh, this obviously would have been a better movie and blah, blah. It's just like, all right, you don't even fucking know. Like, they fired the guy for a reason. You know what I mean? It's like, this was literally a movie on paper. You don't know if the editing would have been good. You don't know if the dialogue would have been good. This is literally just some fucking images and some, like, loose concepts. And people are just like... And and it was about, like, oh, there's, like, a... there. It turns out that Palpatine 
had a different master that was like a seven thousand year old slug lady, and and that she would have sent Kyle Ren on some fucking quest. And people were like, "Oh, that sounds way better." Oh, I'm so sad we didn't. It's like, what the fuck are oh you God. like? I just can't. I'm I'm at my limit with Star Wars fans. They're, or like, they're, they're <laughs> pieces of work. Some of them for sure, but it's just like. I don't know it, it people people <laughs> it's so funny to me because I don't know man like I I it, it's hilarious so I went and saw the movie with Kyle Todd he just moved out to Vancouver last week and he hadn't seen it yet and like he's a Star Wars fan but not a huge Star Wars fan because it's been out since December and he hasn't seen it you know what I mean and so he wanted to go see it so we went and it was just interesting to to watch it with a somebody who's like just a casual fan, but like totally a fan. And he's just like, "Huh, oh, yeah, I liked it." And I was like, "Yeah, cool." It was, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, "Well, here's fucking fifty reasons why J.J. Abrams is ruining America." Like, All right, fucking settle down. Like people, like I love it too, man. But like, goddamn, we just are like. We're the worst. <laughs> the literal worst. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay, if I do have one, if we're playing the gripe game, I do have one tiny other little one, too. Is yeah, at the end. I, I, and honestly, I really do love the movie. I, I really think it has some really great moments and, and the important relationships and the important things that they needed to wrap up and explain, they wrapped up and explained. Um, I like the way it ends with Ben. I, I like that Ray was gonna die. That like she basically sacrificed herself at the end when he, Palpatine gets fucking vaporized. Um, that whole scene I thought it was a little corny the first time when she said, it, it, "You know, I am the Jedi or whatever." But uh-huh. um, but I like it, and and I like that he comes back and and you know saves her and all that. And I don't mind the kiss, and I don't really, you know, all that Raylo. I don't, I don't mind all that. He dies, and he disappears, right? He disappears at the same time Leia disappears, and it's a nice little moment, whatever. And I, I, I like the ending minus the the Ray Skywalker part, but I, I do kind of wish that it, when you see Luke and Leia's Force Ghost, like, why the fuck is Ben not there? Like, the whole crux, like, to me, like, the the whole crux of all three of these movies is the relationship between those two characters, basically, Mm. and, like, the redemption of him, and he's finally, like, I I really think that, and I get they wanted to just showcase the the twins and Luke and Leia and blah, 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 and this fucking, you know, uh, whatever, (laughs) but, like, and, and, and there, you know, you see three people at the end of Jedi. You see uh, uh, Anakin and and Obi Wan and Yoda, and I don't know. It, it, I, I wish I wish you would have seen Ben there at the very end. That's my last little mm-hmm. gripe. I think that was I, a bit of a missed opportunity too. I, I have that a missed opportunity. Go. Oh, go ahead. <clears throat> I just was laughing so much just thinking about. That. <laughs> My name is Ray Sinus. I love the ending. That is so fucking stupid. I, I was laughing in the hilarious. Show. All I could think about with those fucking memes. It's hard to watch it now and not think about the memes. Ray Star Wars. <laughs> I wanted to see everybody. 
so i feel so like when they did the han solo like ghost appearing i assume that was supposed to be carrie fisher where she passed away like that scene was originally written for her right like and it was, it was a cool i did like that moment but i thought it would have been a cool moment too to maybe put like hayden christensen in there as like yes, the person he looks up to yeah instead. it would have been cool to, to get i mean it was really cool that we got his voice cameo at least though yeah but yeah. i yeah i agree but i, I love the han scene probably no, it was a good scene. part of the movie and yeah it was i good. think you're right i think had i think they only got harrison ford to do that because carrie fisher died and and they didn't you know weren't able to kind of wrap it up how they wanted to but honestly the layer stuff and it some of it the first time or two it was like I, I i was watching it through the lens of trying to to like s- poke holes in it to see well they obviously that was a scene that would have been intended for her to say this to that person about you know what i mean i was trying yeah. i wasn't really watching it and just like okay this is part of the story this is what's happening in the story i was trying to you know what i mean i was over analyzing and trying to figure out what what scene was this lifted from from force awakens that they retooled into this or that and it i kind of took me out of it but now like actually watching it and accepting that you know the story is what it is and that she's training ray and all that stuff i think the the leia stuff plays really well for me and and i think is some of the best part parts of the movie yeah i mean it's it i feel like the first couple scenes it's it's a little out of whack but throughout the movie you kind of forget about it like they definitely get better as the movie goes on with kind of splicing her in and kind of the scenes with her yeah and there's enough there's enough that it it gives the the character resolution, you know what I mean. Yeah. I didn't go in expecting much, but there's there's enough that it. Yeah, it, you, you definitely it, feel her in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought I thought uh, that was one of the most interesting parts of watching the movie, because it's like, uh, Leia is a character in the movie, but she she constantly she feels almost like. Uh, like you, you also feel her absence, or it's like it's like a ghost. She feels like she's just sort of a ghost, kind of watching over the corner yeah. of the movie. Yeah, um, well, it's because it's. And, I mean, that's really what it is, kind of. Yeah. And the dialogue, the scenes are built around the limited dialogue that they had for her, but I still think it. it <coughs> It works, and and I don't think the movie would work anywhere near as well if if they'd written her out and didn't do it. I think I think they did the only thing they could have done. Yeah, I agree. And I really, uh, the more that I've seen it, and the more time that I have to think about it, and what I really love the fact that Luke did train her, and that that she oh, she gave scene. it up because of because of you know a vision that she had about her kid and. Yeah, that scene is really fucking cool, and the fact that Ray gets her lightsaber as well, like, I, I really dig all that shit. Right, and then I think young Leia was played by her daughter, too, in those scenes, the training scenes. Yeah, 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 it was. Which is cool. What, and, and I think we talked about it in person a little bit, and again, this is another thing that I, I think, you know, another viewing and, and more time to, to, like, reflect about it has, has changed as it. I think it retroactively makes 
I think this movie retroactively makes the whole trilogy and the previous two movies better because I think it, it adds a lot of X value in explaining the stuff about Ray's backstory and why she is where she is and all that stuff. But even moments in, excuse me, even moments in The Last Jedi that people, I think, unfairly shit on a lot. Like, for instance, the moment where Leia gets blown <coughs> to pieces and is in space and she, like, forces herself back to the ship. People are like, oh, it's fucking stupid because Leia was obviously never trained in the Force and so how could she know how to do that, Bubba? Like, I remember people fucking saying that shit. And, like, getting really pissed. And it's like, okay, well, and you could argue that they're just, like, retconning or whatever. I Maybe, maybe not. Who fucking knows how much they had planned? But regardless, whatever, it still thinks that it, it, it adds value to scenes like that. And I think overall this movie does a lot of that where it 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 takes things it, it, in the light of what you know for, by the end of this movie – the light that it casts on parts from other the previous movies makes those other movies better. If that makes any sense. No, it doesn't. Like, there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, but yeah, anyway, it's a good fucking movie. Uh, I'm glad it was still in theaters. I don't know how much longer it's going to be, but I would say if you get a chance or if you have like a fucking discount theater or something, whatever, you know, definitely catch it again before it, it goes out. Cause mm-hmm. it's, uh, I mean, it's good to watch it on your TV too, but it's, there's just something about watching yep. a fucking star war. In a, in I am, a- I'm really excited about. Um, a the fact that like every Star Wars movie I can now just Disney Plus whenever I want, but right. then B feel like it's time now for some like mega DVD sets that like I'm almost to the point where I have like money and I could buy one. <laughs> I'm gonna get the 4K well, you set know when how much that comes DVDs out. Cost? DVDs are you can buy a DVD set for eight dollars. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I'm gonna get the. I think the 4K sets like uh, got a hefty like $240 price tag. It's coming yeah. out the whole saga soon. I will be. I will be what are kids that. these days buy their media on? Is it micro bro, SD cards? Bro, <laughs> bro, the quality like if you have decent halfway decent internet, the quality that you can stream on Disney Plus is probably gonna is gonna be better than a fucking DVD anyway. So it'll be better than a DVD, a- but. Plus does not stream in 4K yet, which is above. Can I print it out and have a hard copy somewhere? (laughs) Yeah, that's called a book. (laughs) (laughs) You can find those at your local library. (laughs) Don't take. You don't have to take my word for it. I just don't trust these kids these days with their digital streaming content. I remember back. I remember when. When you bought a DVD and that belonged to you, and the kids these days walking around, walking on their pants with their caps on backwards, listening to End of a Man and Snoopy Snoopy Poop Dog, they don't listen. Back in my day, a CD was a tape, and a tape was a record, and you played it on your phonograph. I miss the days when, when... 
when your stories were chiseled into a clay tablet in <laughs> cuneiform. God <laughs> fucking damn it. Anyway, so that, yeah, clearly things have gone really horribly wrong here. It's okay. This is, this is what we do. <laughs> uh, yep. Well, good, good times. We're going to talk about Mandalorian? Uh, sure. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. What, uh, where, where do you want to start? Well, I feel like we talked about the first half half of the season. Yeah. Do you remember what episode in particular we like we left off on? I think we talked about the first three, maybe four. Chris, I don't know if you had seen the fourth one by then. By then, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> well, I've so, seen them all now, so I'm struggling to remember exactly right now, like what. Uh, what happens in which one here? Um, I remember the last one, obviously, but um, let's see. I'm pulling it up right now just so I can remember. Are there was there any episodes that anybody really didn't like? <coughs> I think I like I liked them all. There's some that I think are weaker, but overall yeah. for a TV for series, sure. I think it's pretty solid. Yeah. Uh, I was numbered. I don't think there's any episode I was disappointed by. Like, yeah, some of them I, I liked a lot more, but yeah. there were some episodes that felt like a live action, like Rebels or Clone Wars kind yeah. of one off. Um, yeah, and I did like that the the series at the end kind of regained its sort of dramatic arc. But um, I like those one off. I mean. Really, I, I just think, wish that the Mandalorian came out, came out every week. <laughs> yeah, like I, I think the only thing I'm disappointed is that there's only eight episodes, and yeah, like I would have loved to yeah. at least double like, that. God, what's what's that Rebel Drop Trooper's name? I Cara Dune. I Cara Dune. Yeah, I hope she makes some. She gets some more screen time next season. I would really like to know what's going on with. I mean, we really got. Uh, Quite a cliffhanger with uh, Gustavo F- Darth Fring. Oh yeah, um, yeah. whatever. Yeah, right. Moff Gideon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and for the sure. dark saber and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that got yeah. spoiled for me in the in a, in, oh, in a sad damn. way. Like I, I was, I was sitting at work on, on Friday. Like it already had come out, and I was just I just yeah. decided to jump on Twitter. That was my fault. Yeah. But like Sam Witwer, he just posted this post of just like I'm so fucking angry right now. That should be mine, and I knew instantly what he was talking about. Yeah. So like, I was waiting the whole episode for it to appear. Right. <laughs> that sucks when that happened. Yeah. Like I said, Baby Yoda got spoiled for me in the same way, where it's like that's that's why I started watching it at 5 a.m. on Friday mornings before going to work because yeah. it's not worth the risk. But yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, Will, you said it. You know, I think that's the thing that Dave Filoni is really good at is that in an episodic thing where it's coming out one week at a time. And I've had this experience with Clone Wars and with Rebels, and now with Mando as well, where it's like, I think that's the thing that he's really good at is where on a week by week basis, sometimes the episodes feel like. This is a one-off, and it feels like this kind of contained adventure that that almost seems like a, a um, 
diversion from, you know, the main story. But then by the end of the season or the end of the overall story arc, those those what feel or seem like one offs at the time are brought back in ways that are important to the story that make it really interesting and that kind of have a a good payoff. You know what I mean? Like going back to the list, you know, every, every episode in the season and all pretty much all the characters and locations that get introduced in those seemingly one-off episodes come back and play a really important well and what the thing is with the, with Mandalorian, what's definitely going on right and kind of with all all the stuff feloni does with he, he's taking that style of like one of these like uh the rifleman or one of these things where it's like these kind of western style weekly shows yeah yeah and, and you're expecting kind of a self-contained adventure and he's mm-hmm. he, I think he's intending to do that, but he's managed to take that format and give it its own kind of narrative arc, so that it's actually building to something. And so I think it, it it's it, it's not a sh- kind of show that is for everybody, but like that's it kind of reminds me of Firefly somehow, like because they were yeah. also trying to do that, you know. Same similar kind of thing, right? Where it's like. It feels like a one-off to a degree at the time because you don't see the larger picture of of where where that payoff is going to come from down the yeah. road, and so you think that it's that it's like a, a a tributary going off of the main river, but in fact it actually reconnects later on down the road. You just can't see it yet. And I, yeah, I think Dave Filoni is kind of the fucking master of that shit. Yeah, I I am hoping for more of an overall arc later on too, next because I like I, I I like the plot so far, but right now we're like we got the baby, we're protecting the baby. Well, it seems like they're what they're is? holding a lot back when it comes yeah. to the overall story because clearly there's some nefarious shit going on. And and it, it makes you wonder, like, is there any chance that uh, Gideon has anything to do with the final order, and that he wants the baby to to do some to help Palpatine with his research about how to bring himself back? That's, you know, that's I mean? going to be an interesting component because there, that's that's really what I'm wondering too. Yeah, there's, there's or, definitely or some is it threads to like make himself a... force sensitive. Like, why does he want it? I they they're they're being very very very. Uh, what would you say? They're they're keeping playing it close to the chest sure. on that yeah. one for sure. I like I don't know. I think it's interesting now that we kind of know Mandalorian was raised by like Death Watch. Yeah, also, yeah, which is right? crazy. That fucking that scene. Okay, the last episode, the whole last episode. <laughs> what a fucking oh, yeah. barn burner. What a great fucking episode. Oh, oh my fuck. The beginning, too, with the scout troopers and they're fucking talking shit. And they, pu- and they fucking <laughs> punch it. I, oh, my God. God. Oh, my God. But that scene was so fucking funny, too. That felt like... So, that, you remember Red versus Blue? Yeah. No, yeah, that's exactly that, what I thought of. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was fucking great. And and then when IG comes fucking mobbing in, just 
just fucking murking everybody on the fucking speeder bike and the baby Yoda's oh, just like, ah, I think they, like, they cut off some of my favorite characters. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. What a great character. Yeah. yeah. But I mean like yeah. it, it seems like him and uh Nick Nolte are, are both gone. Yeah, yeah dude. that well I mean but, you know, he no, go ahead. I just uh, sometimes you got like to give a a series like emotion you got to like give an amazing character and then yeah. they got to you know yeah, there's got to the... be some stakes. Yeah, yeah. Like, no like I'm, I'm not saying I'm not saying that as like a complaint I'm just saying like that's they they went there and Right. What they're they're going like, to come back next season with metal robot legs. <laughs> <laughs> the thing with droids, droids you can almost always bring back, except he exploded into a million pieces. That's like the one time you can't bring a droid back. Because R2 gets fucking wasted a million times, and so does 3PO. Like, you can always bring them back, except when they explode into a million pieces. But I also kind of feel like Nick Nolte was kind and IG, you could always just bring Taika Waititi back to voice a different IG unit, though. Yeah, um, I but I feel like somebody like Nick Nolte is kind of like Harrison Ford, where it's like you're you're not going to get him to stick around forever. So it kind of almost makes sense to me that his would be one character that would get killed off because because that's not you know what I mean. Nick Nolte doesn't strike me as he strikes me as more of a one off. Like yeah, yeah, he did it. But like he, you know, I don't think he's gonna keep doing it forever and ever. Uh, just like Harrison Ford, like yeah, he he came back and did it a little bit, but you know, he kind of he did his thing and he's out. I get you. I'll be really excited to see because I think it's hit such a high profile that people are gonna be swinging in who are just kind of like curious. Now, like, there's going to be more one-season characters rolling in who are, like, super high-profile people. Yeah. There are, like, yeah. a lot of, like, who's who cameos and stuff. Like Amy Sedaris kind of yeah. things. Yeah, right? Yeah, she's funny. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's, it's fucking great, though. What, what a fucking... Great show, and they're already talking about possible spinoffs from The Mandalorian. Uh, I don't know what that would be or who it would be about. I think, you know, maybe one about, like, Grief Karga and the fucking bounty hunting clan. That would be interesting. I, think, I don't know. I think basically what Disney Plus and Mandalorian and, and the animated series now are going to give us is a different world of being a Star Wars fan where we, we just get... We just get stuff all the time. Dude, there's there's supposedly like four or five shows in development. Like obviously we know about three, but uh, there's supposedly even more that are live action shows in development. And then did you there's also the news about the Rebels animated sequel that's supposed to be yeah. coming out. Um, which was always kind of like you know, suspected, I guess you would say, but really haven't had much kind of in the way of, of news or potential confirmation till recently. Um, but, uh, well, and obviously Clone Wars is about to be back in, what, a week or so? Um, yeah. yeah, I pretty feel like fucking with, soon. with Rebels and Resistance, they kind of cut cut them off a little bit short just to kind of set up Disney+. Plus. 
It, I yeah, like... it does kind of feel that way. I hope not. And I, I haven't finished well, that, that, uh, Resistance that's kind Season of what, 2 that's, yet. That's kind of what I'm hoping is that, like, once it gets on Disney+, Plus, they can then they'll, like, develop it in the future as, like, a... Yeah, and the, it'll, whatever it is, we'll stick series, around yeah. for longer, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's, especially yeah. with Resistance only being two seasons. Like, I, I don't... I haven't watched any of the second season, but I'm just kind of waiting for it to... Uh, It'll be on, um, Stephen Stanton just said yesterday or the day before on his, uh, social medias, he said, I think in, I think sometime in February or March, season two is going to be on Disney plus. So yeah, you don't have to wait too long. Sounds good to me. Um, but yeah, dude, I think, I think you're right though. I think it's just going to be a crazy amount of stuff. I mean, obviously there's the Cassian show, uh, the Obi-Wan show, but I, I'm still holding out for, like, a Crimson Dawn show. I think that would yes. be fucking rad. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it, some of the things I'm... I, I think in the Rebels sequel, it would be fucking cool to get to see some of... Like, kind of like... Uh, I don't know if anybody has uh, uh, read the second issue of the Kylo Ren comic yet. Oh, shit, I completely it. forgot about yeah. that. Has anybody? But it's pretty dope, because it, it's a flashback to, like, uh, Luke and young Ben Solo out on some adventures with Lor Santeca uh, and, like, running into the Knights of Ren. Uh, so I, I hope we get to see some of that type of stuff. And I, I don't expect to see much of, like, Luke and young Ben in live action, probably, at least not anytime soon. Um but it would be cool to at least see, because there's some pretty cool shit in the comic book, and it would be even cooler to see some of those. Because, like, in Rebels, you know, we got a lot of, there's Lando, there's Leia, there's a lot of, you know, uh, pretty big Yoda. There's a lot of Vader, uh, pretty big-time cameos even in that. So it would be cool to, to get some of those. Because, again, I, I don't expect to see a lot of those legacy characters show up in, like, The Mandalorian, for instance. They're trying to, seems like, stay away from that to a degree. But, um, yeah, it'd be cool to, to see it at least in an animated form. I wonder if we could get we could get Billy D, old man Billy D. Williams back involved somehow. I mean, I would really well, like dude, to see... He, he, He's done the voice. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that he's voicing definitely. character in the Rebels sequel because he's been in. Yeah, he's been in in Rebels a whole bunch. He's been in a bunch of video games. Well, I'd and like stuff. I'd like, like to see him as an old man. The kind of, you know how it's becoming a thing now. Like it's like with this Picard show, you know, like Old Man Logan. This kind of things where they're just looking at. Oh, hey, you age. just you just remember you just reminded me of one of my other only gripes about. The fucking movie is that they actually set it up in a perfect way for exactly what you're talking about is there's a really weird throwaway scene at the end of the movie with him and Jana where he's like, hey, where are you from, kid? And she's like, I don't fucking know. And he's like, oh, let's find out. And it's like, what the fuck was that? Like, they don't talk about that at any point before or after, but they're clearly setting it up for some kind of weird spin out. So, there you go. There's your old man Lando the, show. It's going to be, right it's going to be Lando Calcasian and Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as much. <laughs> but, but, but the thing is, again, if you read a fucking visual dictionary, it's very obviously his daughter because 
in the visual dictionary it says about her it says blah 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 she was a stormtrooper for the first order and like all stormtroopers for the first order she was kidnapped as brainwashed as a child and then like next to that it says something about lando and it's like blah 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 lando had a young daughter who was kidnapped by the first order back yeah. in the day and it's like in the visual oh, dictionary yeah like the visual dictionary strikes again Old Lando had a problem keeping his dick in his pants, and well, uh, yeah, clearly. I mean, he was fucking his robot that's, back in that's, his, that's in his <laughs> childish Landino days, but but it's yeah, I don't know. It, that hey, was just like such a weird. Woodstock. Why, why the fuck did you throw that in? Like, that's like the only, almost the only dialogue in that entire closing scene of like celebrating the vic- ultimate victory over evil, all this shit. It's like, why did you fucking throw that in there? Like, what is that alluding? That's their only interaction. Like, they didn't see each other or talk to each other at any point before that. It's just like... I was not envisioning, when I made my comment, I was not envisioning, like, a kingdom of the Crystal Skull, like, old man Lando and young daughter battling communists or whatever. Like, I'm, <laughs> sure, I'm I, sure you were. I was thinking but more like a they, dark... But that's what they were envisioning, because they fucking clearly <laughs> yeah. set it up. For that to be a weird little spinoff, and I like, yeah, what is that that's even not about? What, like, that's why not is that what in I want. there? Sure, I nobody want wants that. that. Why is that even in the movie? Like, it, it's and they're not both they're just gonna ride space horses. <laughs> More space horses. Exactly, off into the sunset. Like what? Anyway, but yeah, no, an old man Lando thing could be cool for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's so many fucking options at this point, though. It's like it. It's it's interesting because it's kind of it's in this weird kind of like lull where there's no movies right now and whatever, but at the same time there's so much shit coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's uh more reason to make more Holland Snokes. Right? And if anybody if you haven't read the fucking uh Kylo it out cuz it's pretty cool. Uh how many how many issues are there now cuz I had I got G- the first one in in Colorado, just two, yeah, just two so yeah. far. The second one, I I really liked a lot, um, and and the third one comes out this week. Okay, I'll have to try to pick both of them up. But yeah, it's it's pretty good. Pretty, so what, is, pretty is Kenobi pretty on good. on hold? Oh yeah, that's uh, a, that's a whole nother. Well. On hold, no, it was, it was, the release date was pushed back by a few months, basically, because they wanted to, to, like, rework some of the scripts, and one of the, one, again, mind you, one of many writers left, but, like, the, the showrunner is the same, it's still coming out, Ewan McGregor basically was quoted as saying, like, all this, this, news hype is a bunch of bullshit, it got pushed by a few months because we're, refining the scripts but like nothing has changed i'm in general now when this stuff happens i'm taking it as a good sign because i feel like basically they're better to putting make, a lot of- better to take a little time and and make it yeah. right you know like cyberpunk just got delayed a little bit or whatever and some some other game just got delayed as well and it's like yeah good don't put things out when they're not fucking ready like they're they're putting quality control in and they've i mean personally and when any of these things have been like completely retooled, you know, people 
kiboshed, whatever. Like they're putting out a product that I like, so I'm I'm assuming it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, it's just funny that like I feel like the whole the rumor of an Obi Wan movie stems back like almost. Oh yeah, it's five, like one of the oldest now. ones. Yeah. yeah, I think also probably because because Ewan McGregor has always been keen to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like yeah, like why seem take... seem like obvious one. Like he he has the part, he wants to do it. <clears throat> why is it taking so long? But right again, I'd rather get the uh, the best show possible too. Yeah, for sure. And and we're, you know, there's going to be other shit in the meantime. We're going to get Clone Wars. We're going to get this fucking, you know, Re- Rebels sequel show. We're going to get yeah, cause, uh, the, the Cassian Andor show, which I'm super fucking excited about that one. And Mandalorian season two is like, it's this year, right? Yeah, I mean, it'll yeah. be in, in the fall. <laughs> Yeah, I mean it's already February, we'll okay. so it's yeah. like it's not <laughs> as you know as far away as it no. as it already you know kind of seemed. But <clears throat> all right, so I guess anything you guys want to close out with or no, just fucking yeah. uh, get glad to be back. Good to yeah. fucking good to get to <laughs> rant to and. and and by rant, I mean yell. About space horses. Yeah, fucking I, goddamn. No, space that was, I, I don't. I don't think I heard you guys get get that passionate about anything else besides well, the space I, horses. I just it struck me today as I was rewatching it because I, I was, and I probably sound like I don't even like this movie. I really like this movie, and I I was. You know the I, truth is, people. We just got to put butts in the seats, and people come here not for the analysis, but to hear Matt rant about oh, yeah. something. And then me make I, fun of Matt, and then yeah. you guys laugh at, at both of us. Yeah, yeah. That's, I guess that's probably a fair point. Matt's I, Matt's temper is pretty much the driving force of the show. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> it's the driving force of my life. But yeah, I don't know. I I just struck me as I was watching it today because there's so many parts of the movie that I like so much. And that's just the one part that sticks out to me so blatantly of just like, what is the fucking point? It just feels like they had nothing for them to do. And it's just like, I don't know, maybe they could fucking ride some horses or something. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, I don't know. It's weird. It doesn't, it just tactically, it doesn't make any fucking, like, what was their plan? It doesn't make any guy. What I will say is that. For and Matt's they, birthday, they just I gave him a all the Black Series collector set of, <laughs> of, the, of the horses. Well, the I'm going to get you the space horses from yeah, this please. movie and the space and horses from, from the last of the Fabias. Yeah. If, if anything, though, it, it proves that, like, J.J. Abrams didn't do this as, like, an anti-Ryan Johnson movie that I heard some people say. Because if that were the case, there would be yeah, no space I horses. Like, I, don't, I don't even understand Both that of those motherfuckers love space horses. Yeah, I yeah, mean, they... Like, they, have, they actually have a club that they both attend. Yeah, dedicated Dude. to space horses. Space, space horses, horse anonymous. fuckers, anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Like, well, uh, should probably wrap up soon then. But yeah, well, I think now. space horse fuckers, anonymous is a good place to end. We've pretty yeah. much abandoned the semblance of decency now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Did we? Oh, did you come in with one? We're doing it right. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys. But uh, thanks for all right, folks. Until next time. Out there, listen to Hall and Snokes. We'll be back eventually. I don't know when, but isn't there like a shtick about writing us a review or donating money or something? Oh yeah, well that was like when we tried to do this all the time. Um, yeah, if you want to give us a review, and I, I don't know who you're gonna donate money to, but you know, <laughs> just send your credit card numbers to our email. fuckers anonymous can use your support. Spay and neuter your pets. Um, yeah. Spay and neuter your space horses. <laughs> yeah, that for fucking for damn sure. Do that. Uh, if nothing, if that, if you take away nothing else. Uh, yeah, do that. All right. Well, good night, guys. Okay, good talk. (laughs) Good stuff. (laughs) Good talk. We'll see you on the field.